Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I am committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits so that you can look forward to bedtime. And that's what we're talking about today, y'all. We want to talk about the amazing benefits of looking forward to bedtime. And honestly, We want to celebrate on today's episode five, the good things that come when you have a great sleeper. So here are some of the excuses that I've heard through the years when I work with families. Before we begin, I hear things like, well, Becca, I just, I'm not a schedule person and I really don't want to be tied down to a schedule. I don't want to have to be somewhere at a certain time. I want to be able to be flexible and to do what I need to do and to not be so in a rigid box. But then I also hear on the other side, parents who are so hyper-focused and so anxious about their child's schedule that they never leave the house and they never do anything because they are so committed to their child's schedule. I have to say that before I had kids, I definitely thought I would be like that first parent, the one who would say things like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to bring my kid with me and we're going to do the same types of things and it's not going to be that big of a deal. I mean, we're just going to bring our child with us. Oh my gosh, (laughs) it did not take me very long to understand that that is not possible. So now I totally laugh and just give a little side eye when I hear about parents who are expecting their first child and they say things like that, like they think that everything's going to be the same. And if you're listening to this podcast right now and you don't have a kid yet, I have to tell you, your life is going to (laughs) change. And what you're saying now is not going to be what's happening in a couple of months. So just enjoy the ride for sure and learn along the way. But on today's podcast, it's a celebration. I want to celebrate the fact that you have a child who sleeps well all night long, and we want to take advantage of that (laughs) because you have to enjoy the freedom that comes with a child who is such a consistently great sleeper. That is the key to keeping your sanity, but also just to really make sure that we teach your child that you can still maintain these same expectations no matter what's happening. So I'm going to go through a couple of questions today that pretty much 90% of my clients ask me when we're getting to the end of our two weeks together, I typically hear things like, okay, Becca, when can we go out? (laughs) Like, when can I plan a date night? Or what happens when we travel? Or do we have to stick to bedtime? Or can we go out to dinner sometimes? And what do we do about that? So I want to kind of go through all these questions to celebrate the fact that you have a good sleeper. So let's maintain those good things. But let's also be realistic and honor all the hard work that you have done, okay? So I work with families for two to three weeks and we make massive change in their family. I mean, two weeks go by and they cannot even remember what it was like before when they were up all night long. And yes, it might seem like the longest two weeks because you're making so much change, but at the end of this time, your child has gone through so much and you have gone through so much and I want you to go on a date night and celebrate with your partner all the great work that you have done. So get a babysitter where you are confident now that your baby can fall asleep and your child can fall asleep easily simply doing the same thing they've been doing for the past two weeks with you. Whether this is a family member or a known babysitter, y'all, it's possible because your child knows the drill. They know that bedtime routine equals going to bed, and that is what is honestly key here. Now, I prefer to live a double life. I don't know why, but I just really love bedtime with our girls, and so I kind of prefer to put the girls down myself and then leave after that. I totally feel like I'm living this double life, and it feels so funny to me that we can do that. But on times where we can't maybe get a babysitter to cover the beginning, you know what? Just hang out on our couch and watch Netflix, and it's the easiest babysitting gig in town because I know 
from seven to seven, they're out. And it's so freeing. And we can enjoy a date night out without having to worry about anyone calling and asking us to come home quickly so we can rock the baby back to sleep. It's so amazing. And again, Y'all, freedom comes with being consistent, and I want to make sure that even when you go out on date nights, you're still going to have a sleeper for good, right? All right, so let's look at the next aspect, travel, right? So you've dipped your toe into, you know, having a date night, you had a, a nighttime babysitter, maybe now you want to take your child with you, but you're worried about being bound to bedtime. Like, do you have to be at home for this bedtime? And honestly, This is probably my favorite benefit. I remember when we had my oldest and she was a beautiful sleeper at about eight months old for the very first time, we stayed out at a friend's house until like 10 o'clock. Oh my gosh, yes. And I was a sleep consultant at the time. (laughs) So here's what we did and here's what you can do. I want you to bring a pack and play. And first of all, let's ask the friends or family members if you can bring a pack and play and set it up in a nice, quiet, dark space. And we set up a pack and play. We did our whole bedtime routine. Now, these were some of our best friends. So yes, we even did the bath. Uh, We did the whole bedtime routine. We laid her down, gave her a kiss, and she fell asleep. And that was at seven o'clock. And we stayed for three more hours playing games and hanging out. And then it was time to go. So we picked her up put her in car seat and drove home. And yeah, she totally did wake up between the getting up and going down to her crib and getting in the car and all that good stuff. But you know what? She rolled over, went back to sleep and slept until morning. So it was just a little interruption. And if that's something that's happening every now and then, I want you to enjoy that, right? I mean, yes, you actually still can have friends (laughs) and be a well-rested parent. So those types of nights While they were rare, it honestly, after we did it that very first time at eight months old, it got to be so addicting, like I wanted to do it again. (laughs) It's also the best party trick. Y'all, when you go to your friend's house and you can put your baby down and they sleep and you don't have to do anything about it, they just go to sleep on their own, uh, hello, (laughs) it's amazing. You can just be like, hey, everybody, look at my baby who sleeps. And then you can give them my card and say, call Becca, right? (laughs) But honestly, it is the best because it's so freeing. And then you can get them up, go home and enjoy the rest of your night. And it's, it's so amazing just the freedom that you get when you have a baby who consistently knows how to put themselves to sleep. But what about the other times? Maybe you want to go out to dinner, right? And you're definitely, you know, going to be out maybe past seven. In fact, I <laughs> I had a recent client joke that they were eating the early bird special because they were going out to dinner at like 4.30. And this was during our sleep training time. So I did ask them, you know, we need to be home at seven o'clock for bedtime, definitely. But you know what? Afterwards, there are definitely times where you can take your kid out and go and enjoy these dinners together. And you might get home 30 minutes after. After bedtime, but here's what I want you to do. Skip the long bedtime, okay? So I have learned my favorite phrase from my friend Megan Ford of Be Kind Coaching. And Megan says to tell your child that these are flexible times, right? And I think she actually uses this in, in other ways, like maybe you have to be flexible in situations where things didn't go the way you thought they would. But in our family, we've used this as a tool and a phrase to really prep our girls that things are going to be a little different. And so on times or on nights where we have people over and we're not going to put them to bed right on the time, or if we go out, I will tell my oldest, who's three and a half, hey, you know what? 
tonight's going to be a little bit flexible. We are going to get in the car and we're going to drive to a restaurant and we're going to order food and we're going to hang out and we're going to talk and eat and it's going to be a lot of fun. And then we're going to come home and it's going to be after your bedtime. So we are going to skip bath. So it's going to be a little flexible. We're going to skip bath and just brush our teeth and put our PJs on. And we might even skip the book because we had such a good time at the restaurant that it's getting late. We're so tired. So we want to get into bed and go straight to sleep. And you know what? She loves, (laughs) she loves these flexible nights. And we skip her two favorite parts, bath and book. She can actually now start to call it out. She will start to ask us, hey, mommy, daddy, is this a flexible night? And I'm like so proud of her for noticing that. But there are often times where we do have people over or we do go out and we have to tell her, hey, you know what? Tonight is a little bit flexible. Now, of course, that's something for older kids. And if you have a baby you're bringing out to dinner, maybe a family event or something, you know what? The same thing applies. I want you to just get your kid home as soon as you can for bedtime and skip those extra parts of bedtime routine. You can skip the bath, you can skip the book, but let's still maybe do teeth and feed and PJs and into bed, right? Or whatever order you do that in. And so we want the same consistency, that same structure of bedtime to be in on these flexible nights, okay? So we definitely still want that aspect of the routine, but you can cut down on some of the longer parts. Okay, so you feel confident now, I hope, to go on a date night. And if you are, you know, a little anxious about this, this is your push. Go schedule a date night with your spouse. Okay, so y'all, we've covered date night. And I hope you've gotten some encouragement to get a babysitter and have a date night out with your partner. I also want you to make sure that you don't have to be bound to bedtime. You can be flexible and having those flexible times are good. But let's talk about the other extreme, travel, okay? I want your family to know exactly what to do when you travel. And this is going to be a future single podcast, but I do want to go over some aspects of travel that will help you keep that same consistency. So on this particular example, I am just talking about pretty local travel, like maybe going over to, you know, a weekend getaway or something that's it really within your same time zone. Again, I'm going to cover, you know, bigger travel in a couple of weeks, but right now let's just really focus on some local travel. So here's what I want you to do. I honestly, I don't really care when you leave for these events. People ask me that all the time. Like, should I leave during the nap time? Should I leave at bedtime? I think it really depends on you. Uh, My husband and I, we do not like to travel at nighttime. We like to be sleeping, if you can imagine that, at nighttime. And what we do is leave super early in the morning. So if it's a a little trip, um, like to his parents' house, that's going to be maybe um, six hours away, we'll leave early in the morning so we can get there about lunchtime. And that's just what we do. However you prefer to do that, that's fine. I just want you to know that your kid is not going to sleep exactly how you'd like them to sleep in the car. It's just not happening. They're not going to nap at their normal times. It's going to be sporadic and don't stress about it. Okay, so just get them in the car, go and get to your destination. And then when you are there at this new place, I want you to immediately first thing is set up their room or their environment wherever they are sleeping, even if you're room sharing, which yes, you guessed it, is another future episode, but I want you to set up their space because if it is a nap time or if it is bedtime coming soon, then everything is prepared and ready and you're not stressing out about setting that up last minute. 
Okay, so first thing I want you to do when you get to your destination is set everything up, all right? You've got that done. Now I want you to ensure that in their environment, yes, you've set up a pack and play or maybe you've you know gotten their bed ready. I want you to bring your own blackout curtains and sound machine. What, Becca, that is so intense. I know, but you know what? I want you to have a good trip. I want you to enjoy this long weekend with family or friends or just as a small family together. And I want to make sure the environment is right. And you know, if you've been following me for any amount of time on Instagram, I am all about a dark room. Blackout curtains, they make, um, I'll put them in the show notes. There are some great travel options that have suction cups. They're great because you can roll them up and pack them and take them with you. But another really cheap way to go about this are black trash bags. So Last summer, we traveled out to California for a family wedding, and we were so proud of ourselves because, yes, this was going from Virginia to California, so way different than what we're talking about here, but I took our two panels of blackout travel curtains, rolled them up, stuck them in the suitcase, we had our white noise, it was all great, and we knew we would be sharing a room with them, and we show up at our host home, and there were 10 windows, (laughs) 10, and it was also... No AC because it was beautiful central California and we had to open the windows every night and it was also summer and also bright at seven and eight and sometimes nine o'clock at night and it was miserable. (laughs) If any of my family is listening to this, your wedding was amazing and we loved it so much, but the actual sleeping arrangement was pretty difficult. And so we had to, thank goodness, my husband is super innovative. He literally spent, y'all, two hours getting black trash bags stapled and together and gracefully tacked to the wall (laughs) at this new location so that it would be dark when our girls went to sleep. And it was so important because one of them went to bed easily and the other, who at the time was two and a half, my oldest, she had a really hard time falling asleep because it was a different environment. It was bright. And as soon as we got those trash bags covering the windows, she went from being awake for an hour to being awake for like 30 minutes and going to sleep. And being in a totally new place in a new room with your parents, you know, right across the room from you, all these big changes, that's pretty impressive. (laughs) So we were very grateful for that. And I will say that blackout curtains and sound machines are the deal. They are the key to helping your child sleep well when you travel. Just trust me on this. Bring your own blackout curtains, bring your own sound machine, and stick to your same bedtime routine, okay? But no matter if you're going on a long, extended trip or one of these short weekend trips, I don't want you to be tempted to bring any type of old prop. I cannot tell you how often I hear parents saying, oh, well, I'll just slip a couple pacifiers in the bag and you've probably spent like weeks or months getting rid of it, but you have one backup just in case. Mm -hmm, I see you. And you stick it in the bag and you give it to them in the car if they're screaming or you give it to them when you're in the new location. Well, talk about confusing. Your child is already in a brand new environment and now you're gonna give them this thing that you worked really hard to get away, right? So please, I'm asking you, don't bring in the old props, okay? Traveling, it might derail them for a night, maybe two if you've got an older, a little bit more sensitive kid. But if you have especially a baby or a young toddler, you can expect just like yourself that night one is gonna be an adjustment, but I want you to just continue to dive right into everything you're doing. Same bedtime routine, same expectations, and getting them down. 
So I will have to tell you that there is definitely times and places for bending the rules and being flexible. And being flexible comes with this freedom piece and freedom comes from all of the consistent work that you have done with your child. So again, whether you and I have worked together with your child's sleep or you have DIY'd it and you have an incredible sleeper or maybe you have one of those angel babies who sleeps 12 hours solid and you literally didn't have to do anything, you're super lucky. Enjoy these benefits of getting your baby out or getting your child in different situations and staying out a little bit later to enjoy life because you have to. You cannot be bound to rules and you cannot stress yourself out about sleep. I want to make sure that you are celebrating and enjoying all the hard work that you have helped your child learn, okay? So my gift for you today is my ultimate babysitter checklist because I told you I want you to go on a date night. So you can get my six-page babysitter checklist for free in the show notes. Check it out or go to littlezsleep.com slash babysitter and you can get your copy for free so that you can have a very stress-free night out. Thank you so much for being here. Y'all, I have heard some incredible feedback about this podcast, about you ditching the swaddle and understanding a lot more about what Cry It Out is and what it's not. And I am extremely grateful for you sharing this and being a part of this. Would you do me a favor? and head on over to iTunes and give this podcast a review. It will really help me. And honestly, it just encourages me to give you more incredible episodes every single week so that you can begin to resolve your child's exhausting sleep habits. Sweet dreams. See you next time.